Black Out Loud Media Group. I hope you all are enjoying this poetic series that I'm doing for National Poetry Month. Last time we had Danielle LeBoy, Poetic Nurse, and before that we had Monty Quinn. If you haven't listened to those episodes, please go back and listen to them. But next up we have Will Davis, Tethered Words Poetry, the poet formerly known as Francisco J. Douglas. I'll do that and uh, just lean into the mic a little bit. So. <clears throat> so this is called Permission. Poetry is permission. Permission for the reader and listener to partake and receive divine art. Living, breathing art. It is from within their very bowels which writers draw forth words, lines and stanzas that not only reflect uniqueness and beauty, but express a moment bound in time by timeless creatures that now you have been privileged to behold. Welcome back to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast, the place where poetry meets conversation. I'm your host, Terrence P. Elmore. And before we get into today's topic, make sure you hit that plus sign so you don't miss an episode. Also, please subscribe to my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. And if you find any value in this episode or any other episodes, make sure you leave a heartfelt review. So with that being said, let's get to it. So, did Francisco <laughs> Douglas disappear, or did he morph into tethered words? I mean, wow. Yeah. Okay. So here's 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 the backdrop to that. Okay. When I first started writing, I didn't. <clears throat> I probably I probably started. I've always been a writer, right? I'm a I'm a right. I'm a pastor. I'm a speaker. Um, I write sermons. I enjoy the process of writing. Okay, I speak, right. stuff like that. But when I started getting like honing in to okay, what is my writing going to be outside of sermons or and or blogging or whatever it is, right? I couldn't. For some reason, I just couldn't call myself a poet. I feel like I didn't have the accolades or people didn't know me as a poet, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And and I was like, well, am I embracing poetry or am I just going to write? and be a writer you know i didn't know what was happening but what i found was that how i was using writing i was using it to um as an as an advocate i was using it to fight for people i was using it to speak up on behalf of others right so that's the one end the the other part of it is that <clears throat> the places by nature of my job and people who i knew i couldn't at that point uh speak up like hey this is will davis writing this thing so it was, it was almost right. a security uh blanket if you will or a buffer between me as a person my position the work i was doing stuff like that but also i needed to speak into some issues so how could i do that without uh honestly without exposing who i was potentially losing my job or offending yeah. the community you know that whatever stuff like that it was kind of all of that encompassing to be honest all of that so i figured you know what 
if I'm a right, I love symbolism. That's just who I am. I, you know, imagery. I love everything. So <clears throat> I was like, I'll choose a pen name that I could write under that, that means something to me. And then I'll just engage that in all the kinds of writing I was doing. So I wrote this, some even some newspaper articles or editorials. You'll find under Francisco J. Douglas, all that kind of stuff. So Francisco is uh, my great grandfather's name. And so I took that as my own right to just speak into my heritage as a Puerto Rican. Uh, right. Jay is kind of just a whatever standard Jay, you know, it's just a just something to throw out there as a, you know, average Joe, I guess, if you will. But then Douglas is comes okay. from Frederick Douglas, who's one of my heroes. Right. I just love right. he, he literally is like, you know, came, came from the bottom. Now we're here like, you know, the quote unquote, if you can use it, the American dream or whatever it is. Right. But he he, right. he did it. Um, he had that, you know, that drive, that perseverance um, to make it and be there for others. So Francisco J. Douglas came from that. And that's that's the vein that I wrote in to be an advocate, to speak for others, to speak into some heavy things and just be like, I'm going to put it out there, but also keep my family safe, my job safe and then other people in the community. Well, people start to realize and I those the story's getting longer, but people started to realize that like the way I write and speak anyway, kind of sounds like this Francisco guy, you know? Yeah. And yeah. So then it, <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. And people were just like, is that you? Is that you? And I was just like, whatever. It's me. But, mm -hmm. but people weren't. Yeah, there was pushback. But people were like, yo, you got something like don't hide behind the name anymore. This is right. who you are. This is what it is like. Don't hide behind the name. And so then from there, I was also embracing that I am a poet. I am a writer there, right? And so I was like, all right, let me let me create let me get a, a pen name, a pseudonym that's gonna really speak to me. And so I love words, right? I'm a writer, this is what I do. Um, but also I connect to people, I connect with people, I want people to connect to something higher. Cause you know, I, right. I, I'm a believer, right? The spirituality, uh, religious, like, like that's part of who I am. And so I just love the word tethered. And so that's where that came up, tethered words. And so that's where that morphed. So I no longer use Francisco J. Douglas that died, but I am that person. Cause I still write, I call it a uh, poetic journalism. You know, I have uh, portions of poetry that speak into advocacy and social justice and yeah. immigration and right. Like all that kind of stuff. So. But I am, and at this point, like really have sat and 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 filling the weight of tethered words, um, and that's who I am. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's because uh, <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you that, but I was like, as we were talking just now, I was like, well, shoot, this is the perfect time to ask. Yeah. Especially looking at the screen. Yeah. And I see, you know, I was like, well, hey, what happened? Yeah. You you spoke about when you first started writing and when writing poetry. You were wondering, like, am I a poet? I guess we have this image of what poets are supposed to look like, especially if you have like your favorite poets and people you may interact with. But like, how did you go from feeling like, am I a poet to actually embracing it and saying like, this is this is me. This is who I am. I am a poet. So twofold. One, I had to em embrace it and internalize it myself. Right. Mm. Like, this is what I'm doing. I have a gift here, but then saying, okay, taking that and not just believing like, yeah, I have a gift here, you know, like, no, I have a gift here. And then second to that is being honest of, Hey, do I have a gift here? Like this, this art form that I'm engaging, does it speak to people? Does it move people? Cause that's what poetry, right. that's what writing does, right? That's what music does like the creative arts. 
I, I am a creative. Um, you know, I, I, I write, I draw, mixed media, all that kind of stuff. So then twofold. Am I going to embrace this? Is this who I am, where I'm going? Is it me? And then I had some friends who just, that I allowed to speak into my life. And they're like, bro, you're, you're a writer. Like, what else yeah. are you looking for? And I think it happens a lot of times in our lives. We, we are asking or looking for like the accolades or I put, you know, I published a book or whatever it is, you know? and yeah. i needed to move past that and so a good friend of mine marcus amaker back in 2018 you know um i was wrestling with this with this the same question like am i, am yeah. I a poet can i call myself a poet can i take up that mantle and he was like he literally was like dude are you writing yeah have you been yeah. writing yeah is it poetry yeah okay you're a poet he's like, yeah, he's that's like it. literally that's it like stop it stop looking for somebody else to answer that for you like this is what you're doing just embrace it you don't need that permission from someone else and i was like it's that simple he's like is that simple <laughs> yeah and then from there just embracing that hearing that speaking it over myself and just doing it like yes i'm a poet <laughs> yeah because i mean just poetry in itself it has so many different forms so di so many different versions and people have so many different types of poems so many different subjects they write on right and so it's like it's so wide open and so broad that i think that some people like i had a conversation with one of my writer friends the other day and she was saying how she when she was first introduced to poetry it was in school and it was some she can't even remember who the poet was but it was very complex and so she was called on in class to read it okay. and the teacher looked like disgusted like she was reading it wrong because mm. you know you have those people yeah. who feel like it should be a certain kind of yep. way and yep. you know but from that experience she didn't like poetry anymore that was it but now in her adult years because she's a writer but now in her adult years she's embracing poetry and she started writing poems and she loves it and she's yeah. just like what would have happened if i didn't have that experience to touch on the point like you said before like everybody else's expectations yeah yeah and that's that's interesting and it's crazy at the same time because that's what we do in general in life we just look for other people's expectation and, and not so necessarily where it's overpowering our own thoughts and stuff but at some point in some part of our lives we look for like okay is somebody going to appreciate this is it going to be received but at the end of the day you just have to get it out even if one person likes a poem that you wrote i feel like you've done enough yeah yeah you you have and i think not i think i've been realizing and embracing the fact that like poetry and the arts like it's freedom it's freedom yeah. of expression it's freedom of self like you're putting this out there and whether or not somebody accepts it or embrace it like you put it out there and that's you so what you're doing is saying this is who i am this is where where i am this is how i'm right. processing take it but like it's going to be hard because you want to put you want to place your identity in that piece but that's just a part of who you are right it's not the whole right and so i think that's the distinction there is like this is just a, a portion of who i am and what i'm giving you it's going to hurt sometimes there's no way around it we're, we're human we feel right if, especially if they don't yeah. accept it or embrace it but um that's not the whole of who you are it's just a portion right and so i have learned 
to kind of give some grace there of like, oh, they didn't like it. Okay, that's cool. But I have a yeah. thousand other poems, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah. Again, it's just a piece of who I am. It's not the whole. Right. Because it's the, it's really like disappointing to me when I hear like other poets talk about someone else's poetry and, and call it trash or something yeah. like that. And I'm just looking like everybody's poetry is different. And if you're a true creative, you would understand and respect that. There you go. It may not be your lane or your thing, but yeah. like, I can't find, I've never found myself looking at somebody else's work and, and being like, this is trash. Nah, you can't. Even if I don't relate to it instantly, I'm trying to figure out mm -hmm. well, where was this person mm -hmm. writing from? What were they mm -hmm. thinking or whatever? Mm -hmm. Because we're all different. Right. And we all start I, on different spots, right? Like, thank you. Go, like, go back to your old poems or your old writings. Like, it probably was oh, yeah. trash. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you had to, at the very least, be like, nah, I'm going to take this word of this line or rewrite it. Right. It's not always the best right. when you first start. So. And then it's a constant battle because you're always second guessing yourself. Yeah. Like, there have been times I've written a poem and it might have been great when I first wrote it, but then I felt like I destroyed it by going back in and changing and changing mm -hmm. and changing. Mm -hmm. People embrace that last version and I'm looking at it like it was better before this. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a, you know, so recently I'm, I'm in the middle of editing a book uh, that, that will be my first book, right? Congratulations. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It's been I a, need some um, <laughs> some clapping. <laughs> it's been a work in progress in years. But here's here's why I say that. I had some editing that I've, I've been doing on it and sent it off to a friend uh, to read it over. Who's she's also writing her book. So we did a little exchange, right? And so she says, you know, um, these pieces they have to stay as they are because it's a poem that's written about written about a moment in time. It's a memory. There's a, a position, there was something you felt, sense, smell, thought, everything. So those poems, when they're written, I think those, it's just what it is, right? right. Versus, hey, it's a nice day, I'm, I'm writing, I just saw, you know, uh, you know, a leaf blow in, in a wind storm, and I took that and wrote a piece, right? There's different poems that you know speak differently or why you write and what inspired it and i think that's the the moment sometimes when you go back to like you write a piece or maybe for me i write a piece about a moment in time right if i go back to edit right. that and change it then i'm trying to change that moment in time and it's like that's that's where it unravels versus i'm being inspired by a seashell on the seashore you know yeah. sitting next to sarah you know like yeah yeah you, you it, those are different types of, of pieces and that's what i'm finding and i'm okay with a poem that was written two years ago for this book and leaving it as is because that's what was happening at that time yeah that's very important i'm glad you said that i'm glad you said that because i've found some poems from years back and i didn't touch it or do anything to it but i think it's important for my listeners whether they're already poets or want to start writing poetry to remember that like mm. if you've captured a moment in time mm -hmm. your way of thinking is probably different when you look at it again yeah i guess you could rework it but if you do at least keep the original yeah and maybe yeah. you know reference it and say hey i wrote this poem yeah. when i was 15 but now that i've experienced more in my life mm -hmm. 
here's with my continuation yes from it. yes or you might think different or what it is yeah 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 you're right so what i've done even um so for that set for this book i've actually written uh it's like almost like a a, bl a blurb or background so okay it's a one it's a brief paragraph about where i was what i saw that inspired that poem oh that's dope so yeah so like and the book so the book is on immigration and things that i've like the ministry and the work i've done at the southern border so the poems capture all these moments and conversations right like those aren't changing right and again this is this is poetry over three years right and so yeah. wow yeah it's been that long yeah dude wow. like, yeah, yeah it's wild um and so it, three years and probably like six different trips you know like something like that so so again i wrote this blurb and say you know i was you know standing in a refugee camp here this was happening you know whatever and then right. boom at least it gives a little bit of background and understanding as to where i was what i was thinking what i you know smelled felt everything you know as yeah. best i can could you talk about that experience and how you got started with the immigration and i didn't even realize it's been three years yeah yeah and i stopped it's going on a it's going on a year that i haven't been back yeah. yeah but my sights and this will go this is in the same vein of just my immigration work my sights are set towards africa so i'm at this point i'm scheduled to be in africa um not not less than a month from today so oh wow um, but okay. yeah a little bit of background and this speaks to poetry too so i have a i don't know if i coined the term <laughs> but i call it i call it poetic journalism right yeah i love that too i think art captures the heaviness of life the darkness of life and makes it easier to manage the tension right right and i think poetry does that too you can take a ton of hits but it lessens the blow or the hurt as you express it and it heals at the same time i think poetry is a healing um genre of writing so that's what i needed when i did immigration work that i was always you know not always but for quite a few years of my life doing social justice work right right speaking you know advocating for people stuff like that well uh, immigration kind of came up as a spanish speaker through friends and connections basically they just said hey will your voice who you are how you speak into your community i think this will help you see some you know some of the people in your community community because we have migrants in this area you know we want you to just see it like just come see what's happening because it's not what you're seeing on the news and we could we could use your voice would you lend your voice into it and so that's what i did uh, man back in 2020 or even end of 2019 into 2020 you know and did that for a few years and so then from there i i i realized yeah poetry is going to be the way to change the narrative of immigration right. in a positive light uh bring healing to what's happening and to echo the voices of migrants and sojourners at the southern border when when their voices are typically stifled or or intentionally uh, shut down and so i figured you know what i can use my position and again my voice to to speak into their world by nature bringing healing and a healing word right but right. also potentially like i said uh change the narrative for us on this side um, when we're so separated from what's happening at the southern border. And so that's what this book is. The book is captured stories of migrants, what I've seen, the work I did of just being there um, as an advocate, 
um, as a liaison, you know, things like that, as a as a, a, a voice of healing as best I could. And to, through the art of poetry, hopefully uh, shed new light and better light as to what's happening at the southern border. Wow. Wow. Man, that's... <laughs> That's pretty dope. I, I, man, I remember when you used to share like the pictures and stuff. Yeah. And um, you would drop a little poem here and there. I guess that's a little sneak preview of what yeah. we'll get from the book. But I'm glad that you're at this process where you're getting somebody to look at, mm-hmm. you know, the book, the manuscript, because I, I've been waiting on it. You've been waiting <laughs> on it. Those of us who, who knew it was coming. So yeah. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. I love how you say photo, I mean, not photo, poetic journalism. Poetic journalism, yeah. Because if, your Instagram page and anything that you do, YouTube, TikTok, or whatever, it's always something cool and visual. <laughs> like it's some sort of sort of things. <laughs> man, flowers, feathers, it's it's all type of <laughs> like cool things, and I'm just looking like wow, like that in itself gives like a feeling, gives like a vibe before you even start reading. So how did you encompass your the visual aspect? with your poetry that you share or yeah. that you post like yeah. how did you come about that and like how important is it for you to just because i don't think i've ever seen you share a poem it's just words <laughs> it's always some sort of imagery so how yeah. important is that yeah so this goes back to my roots as a creative i grew okay. you know i was born in brooklyn grew up in the city all around the tri-state area so um, and just to explain that for even your listeners, the tri-state area is like Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, right. New York, but like New York City. And so I grew up in that whole, the metropolis of it all, right? So with that comes hip hop, right? Break dancing, graffiti, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I leaned heavily, you know, into hip hop and rap, but the art form of that was graffiti. And so if you know anything about graffiti, it's all about layers, right? Visuals. Yeah um symbols and things like that and so then from there refining my process of graffiti it went into mixed media art just layering so i would you know use spray paint but also come in with acrylics but then maybe i do some like cutting of magazines or right like just layers 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 so again layers because i just love symbolism i want i want people to just catch something be like "Ooh, what is that oh what is this right like just add layers through it so that background is what affected my poetry so in my poems you can get you can read through it and it'll say one thing but read it again and it means a different thing or just layering you know on on that writing and so with that i wanted to continue um capturing the mind and hearts of people through through the visual aspect you know and using my background i guess through graffiti to do that and so i just love i i fell in love with the language of flowers i i think there's there's a strength and beauty there that that even speaks into masculinity that you know in this day and age right sometimes it's it's always just rough and tough and this and that but it's like nah there's a beauty and a softness so i just love love flowers and i and again i want to capture your attention capture your intrigue and then bring the words in to kind of you know mirror and match that and so i do i do think about colors i do think about information overload i do think about even poetry overload. you know there's been a time where i like i literally wiped my instagram started over because i don't want yeah i don't want 
I don't care for the algorithm. I don't care for right. the likes. I want people, if they come in and, and read something, I want them changed. I want them th at the very least thinking something different, right? Feeling an emotion. So I don't care if there's not 800 poems up there. This is what it is, right? But I want it to speak, you know, mentally and then into your heart and then and then go from there. So, um, yeah, I just like the, the, the dual aspect of that. So whether it's through photography or I actually drew something or a flower, <laughs> you will definitely find a ton of flowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just stuff like that, man. I want I want it to always be integrated. Yeah, because you have a, a ton of plants. Like, how many plants are I do, you up there having? Uh, yeah, well, we just came out of winter. But, yeah, my <laughs> See? my family, they, they say I, they walk into a jungle when they come into my house. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to get into um, getting some more plants. We got a couple. Um, yeah, uh, uh, that Monstera is doing a little rough right okay. now, but everyone else is doing fine. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Maybe I need to chat with you chat offline with me, and see, yeah, check see the what humidity, type of, uh, the water level. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you touched on Instagram, which I'm glad you brought that up. I find that the poetry space is kind of weird on Instagram. Oh, it's whack. And you wouldn't think it. Mm -hmm. It's like we're all poets, we're all artists, we're all creatives. But then there was this whole thing of poets following other poets just to get a bunch of following, and then they just stopped following each other. And I'm just like, if you if you really love poetry and you really love reaching out to poets and connecting with other poets, why does it matter how your following ratio looks? And to what you touched on about wiping out your Instagram, like when you started doing that, it's like your favorite. My favorite poems of yours, I have to screenshot <laughs> or I'll download a video because I'm like, I don't know how long this is going to be up here. But this you, is dope. I think you told me that you, <laughs> yeah. you DM me and were like, yo, stop deleting your Instagram. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, it's been a couple times I wanted to go back and read something again, and it was gone. I was like, ah, yeah. Cause I don't always. Again, it's not just about. I don't write for prestige, right? I right. Don't do right. Art just for the aesthetics. I don't like. Um, and sometimes that's life too. Life is but a vapor. Yeah. You're gonna get hit with something, and sometimes it's gonna be a memory. So like, appreciate it in the time and in the moment. And I'm speaking to myself now, right? Like, I can easily move to the next thing, but. But maybe there's something to it with the whole Instagram, just leaving it. But I think you're speaking to something huge that we hit a wave of, especially through the pandemic, of being separate, right? Humanity yeah. was shut down and we we realized like, oh, we need community. Poets yeah. are like the ancient prophets that we can speak into culture and see things a little differently than like the quote unquote the normal person, just because I don't yeah. have something else to say there. But um and so I, you're right in the po we made a ton of friends even internationally right we've been on yeah. poetry you know jam sessions stuff like that um and people i still still speak to but that started to it became much of like how do you keep these connections instagram changed how they work right but then the yeah. platform didn't speak to the, the the true artistry of poets and so i think yeah we we saw kind of that dwindle and people still touch base but it wasn't what it was two years ago yeah right yeah so yeah it's, it's like instagram is just crazy yeah, in general yeah. i remember <laughs> when it first started i was very excited because i love photography and that's what it was it was like a place for everybody to yeah. share photos yeah. and yeah. all of a sudden it turned yeah. into 15 second videos yeah, I know. and then it just I yeah i think yeah i think that the it, it it goes to a whole new level of just 
humanity and and how we think and process things and um it's just everything but yeah i went yeah. on to like i have instagram i started tiktok um i went on to poetizer which is just lends itself oh, what's that? poetizer i believe was put together by atticus who's another um a poet okay yeah and uh it's just it's just poetry like you're gonna go on there you follow who you follow um you can publish a small a book if you you know from your of your poet poems and stuff like that and it's just it's almost like an instagram but just writing yeah. and it's oh, real simple yeah poetizing yeah. um and atticus has done a great job with that and i i think that's for the true again just your average person you know you don't have to be known with the you know verified blue check like just go in and right. read people's poems and where they're at you know yeah that's i like um humble the poet and he has his uh what is it mighty networks it's like that little social app okay. where you kind of make your own little network mm-hmm. and i joined i mean you know it's same thing with him it's like you don't want to fight with their algorithm and mm-hmm. you know all the things with social media but you do yeah. have to put your stuff there so people will know <laughs> and that's crazy to have to think about that but for me it's just i just put it out there let it go because i don't know who may stumble across right my page later and they right. might see something that they might need right but that's it seems like it's more relevant with anything you do on youtube if you put something on youtube somebody will find it two three mm-hmm. years later and it just blows up yeah yeah and so that's it's just i don't know it's just it's just crazy with these these social medias I know, um I know. but uh and what's your intent right like my intent right. is not to be i think there's something human like we want to be immortalized we want to be remembered we want to be known leave a legacy like at the end of the day people want to be remembered for a time and so as writers and poets you know we give a lot into society and into our people through poetry and speaking to you know current like i said the current culture and and time and stuff like that just what we're seeing we sense we're we're empaths right like just the whole thing and um uh, you know we we bring healing we we can cut through nonsense you know quickly and directly and you know skillfully and art- artistically and stuff like that but all in all is just like what you know what do you want to leave for that moment and i think don't fight or i don't anymore i don't fight the algorithm i'm not going to fight for that but yeah. again i just i'm going to put it out there and, and whoever finds it finds it and, and that's going to yeah. be okay <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> but that's me that's me like everybody's yeah. got to work through that for themselves and yeah. how much they're going to put out there and some people are like writing is their profession so they have to make a push right? have to yeah like that's that. true so um that's that's just an aspect of who i am and so i'm just gonna go you know johnny appleseed poetry here and there whoever captures it but at least it's been out there and if it grows and and you know and it's planted in somebody's life then i did my job but that that's me yeah that's me yeah that's true that's true how do you well i guess you already explained this something you need to ask that about to say how do you balance being a poet in your day-to-day life but i mean yeah that's i, I mean, love it that's a good yeah. question so i write i write for myself first right I of course yeah have to release the day i want to uh you know bask in the joy of what happened today i want to 
experience something again i need to process something whatever it is i'm writing for myself first and um and really my writing um there was an aspect of my writing that was needed and encouraged by my wife uh, needed to just release the tension of my anxiety and just yeah. allow me to breathe and then from there it turned into into prayers and i was journaling prayers and um you know even like the psalms from the scripture like you know those are are you know hundreds of of poems you know songs yeah. and and i mean through the whole bible like there's poetry all over the bible and so it's a i i think i say it's a language of god really yeah not to be able to express in that way and so <clears throat> i write for myself um first and and then i've just found different ways so whether it's i have a little notebook that i'll jot something down or i just use the notes app in my phone you know but i'm going i'm living life and just working through life not because i'm a poet right like that's just a again it's just a portion of who i am and how right. do i express that and so i don't really feel that pressure you know for me like i'm just going to go about something inspired inspired me i'm going to write about it you know somebody speaks i'm gonna write about it um we're having a little interview of a podcast you know i'll speak and i do i guess i've learned to un unintentionally uh just switch gears and even in how i speak or how i interview it's a little more of a poetic flow but i've just you know learned okay. to do that and i and i think it just by nature of who i am as an artist and how i layer my life so poetry is just another layer in how i go about my day you know uh, so if I, even if i i got to read something today and i well i got you know my son with me but we got to go on a walk okay i'm gonna take my son on a walk and do some reading and or writing on my notepad right like i just layered three or four things in one action right. i know not everybody thinks that way but like for me that's how that that works and then i accomplished that thing wow okay so i don't know if you talked that, about I don't know if that makes sense but <laughs> It may, that makes perfect sense to me um it does so you talked about the notes app right yeah and i use that sometimes too you also have a typewriter oh yeah that's gonna be <laughs> but those are different moments right right my right. notes app i'm just gonna be like you know i'm there i'm, I'm waiting for my coffee there's a thought that came or a, a conversation i overheard or a sound whatever pull it up write it pop, 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 pop. just just it's the raw and fluid i'm not refining things there i'm gonna just leave it i mean i have a hundreds of poems that are literally unfinished untitled me too it's just there <laughs> me too you know and and that's okay and then other ones that yeah. i finish then i'll categorize or you know in those moments of like quote-unquote self-care or i have a moment i got a half hour i'm gonna focus on poetry let me refine some things or go back to some unfinished ones uh that was whack delete it or oh you know what that's gonna inspire something else and i'll go for it right so I, i'll use that it's quick if i'm in the park uh you know i don't maybe I don't always do this well, trust me. And my wife's probably listening. I don't always do this well, but if I don't want to be on my phone, right? And I got a little notebook and I'm out with the fam, you know, I'll at least be able to jot something down there. Or, or right. you know, Sarah encourages me to always have a, a, a journal on my nightstand. So at night, right, I don't get on my phone. I can just write something there. Now my typewriter, that's because people would say that's just the you know the artist in me the hipster in me whatever i don't care the millennial who i am what <laughs> like if i'm gonna be very intentional add the right. visual piece i have some time then i'm like 
pull out this sweet 1942 underwood you know pop it prop it up and just tap 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 you know feel the rhythm feel the weight of the keys it's just very different but that's an intentional moment right right something okay. that i've given back my wife's like yeah you go take a half hour go you know get lost in that world stuff like that you know um and so we can you know we can do it that way or that's so of the three which um do you find that your writing is different compared to what you're using oh, wow out of yes. The three? yes actually yes talk the typewriter talking about being very intentional right because i don't the, the visual aspect but like i'm focusing it's not like on a keyboard like i have to i'm typing but i have to press oh yeah i'm pressing through the keys what am i saying what am i writing also this is going to be a visual aspect right what's it going to come up so like and there's no delete button which sometimes adds mm -hmm. to the piece but like there's a little more refinement and thought right um if i'm journaling right like how i'm gonna write that there and and sometimes with the note app it could be as simple as hit the microphone record it and just speak right and just let that flow uh, real fast yeah. right or you know i'm just texting away but yeah those are definitely very different and again how much time are you going to give to it yeah and they could they come off differently for sure i probably have not probably i have way more poems on my phone right secondary yeah. would be journals third would be my typewriter and i've had my typewriter longer than i've even called myself a poet <laughs> so <laughs> there you know again it's about the time yeah the time that you're put into it yeah i've been wanting to invest in the typewriter i haven't done that yet um you brought up something that i i really need to do is instead of always writing or typing out my um my poems on my phone with the notes app I, I need to start just voice record yeah voice record and just having to transcribe because i have some thoughts sometimes and man i'm glad we having this conversation <laughs> like i might be driving yeah. and of course you can't start writing nope. but i never think like just get this just record it bro. and i'm like i write it down later most of the time that works and then yeah some of the times i forget what i thought about so especially for my like i have my my uh recording app and my notes app next to each other for that reason oh, either okay, i'm gonna yeah. record something and just just talk da, 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 get it out and i'll go back and listen to it and transcribe or i'm gonna open up the notes app start a new note and then write that piece there but at least they're right next to each other for the purpose yeah of, like, okay i'm driving or in a spot like yeah i had to organize myself in that way last question well <laughs> might not be last question but um your do you have a title for your book yet i do not you do not i don't right now it's just called um la frontera which just means the border in spanish and that's kind of what it's it's been for a few years i'm wondering if that if it stays like that and i add a tagline you know like yeah, stories okay. of the sojourners or something like that you know <clears throat> i don't these pieces are so precious to me i don't want to monetize somebody's pain somebody's hurt right. and trauma right and so even you know i i i honestly have it in mind that any proceeds that come from this book just go to support you know nonprofits or lawyers that do pro bono work or you know just stuff like that um because this is somebody's world in life that as much as I've been privileged to enter in and allowed to enter in, it's yeah. not mine 
uh, mind to just again make money off of somebody's plight like or to have an adventure on somebody else's uh, chaos like you know this isn't whitewater rafting this is a, a yeah. person anyway sorry so I, I'm trying to figure out how do I honor these people these image bearers of God and in in the title with so many diverse stories even though there's a lot of similar threads but they're diverse but also how do i capture somebody's attention because i promised them that i would echo their stories like that's one promise i can make yeah your story will be shared you will be remembered because i shared your story right and so i can't promise you you'll be a citizen i can't promise you you'll be in but i can promise your story will be shared so how do i i, I want to do that with the title that capture somebody's attention and that they'll say wow i want to buy that piece and learn something new or engage in compassion heck maybe i'll frustrate somebody to make a change but like the hey, way the yeah. story's gonna be told so that's why i haven't figured out what the title is but right now it's just called the border um in spanish la frontera man you just reminded me <laughs> <laughs> terrence you and i could talk that, all day though <laughs> yeah i know we <laughs> that bilingual workshop you did was really dope thanks that poetry workshop i, I that was a really dope experience man uh will you be doing any more I, workshops I, I would like to it's a matter of who will host and yeah would somebody do something like that i'm always willing to do that and uh, again just bridge the gap through diversity you know english and spanish yeah um and just teach something different you know but yeah it's a matter of if somebody wants to host that and just getting out and i'll do it to be honest that that's what it is so i'm working i am working some little side project it's in the works because i don't know if it's going to be solidified or approved but the south carolina commission for minorities reached out to me okay. um and they want to do something like like that or um to bring the arts and poetry um through not just like spanish speakers but like you know the Gullah Geechee community and you know um uh, you know just again the, the minority commission for south carolina whatever that means so we're in initial talks of trying to figure something like that and i'm, I'm hoping i can you know bring something to light and hey it'll be nice to get paid <laughs> yeah <laughs> i do i do a ton for free but it's like i got a kid now so some extra money might, yeah. <laughs> might be nice yeah yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, I yeah. If somebody is willing to host something like that, you know, the, the workshop is there. I'm there, um, and I will do it. You know, bilingual or in Spanish, Spanglish. You know, um, stuff like that. So, but that was fun. Oh was man, fun. good stuff. Yeah, that was. Before I let you get out of here, um, how can my listeners connect with you? <laughs> um, yeah. Reach out to you. Um, hey, maybe somebody want to donate to project or something or you know yeah i guess instagram is always the best bet um at tethered words poetry but words is w-r-d-s so tethered words w-r-d-s poetry that's also my email tethered words poetry at gmail.com but those are probably my the, the two easiest ways to connect um i did you know i got tethered words on tiktok trying to put out something uh, different and creative there um that honestly it's been fun um the i probably put out 12 uh little videos there um it is something different and the engagement is different for poets on tiktok but either way yeah uh tethered words poetry that's me um find me on instagram email me yeah let's connect all right well 
thank you again for coming on i appreciate you man i appreciate um, you dude and uh to my listeners uh remember keep pushing forward Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Terrence B. Elmore, and this is the place where poetry meets conversation. Hit that follow button and turn on your notifications so you won't miss an episode. Check out my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. Also connect with me on Instagram at thebrownsugarcafe. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and as always, remember, keep pushing forward.